welcome back to Daily Dose with Tiff and Cass. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this week's topic is all about functional depression and anxiety. <laughs> but before we get into that, we always like to go over how our week went with our last topic. So mm-hmm. how was your week with prioritizing and did you procrastinate, Tiff? Well... <laughs> What happened was... Oh, here we go. No, I have... Okay, it's going to tie in really nicely with our topic. Um, because I think this morning, honestly, I had a bit of a an epiphany. Mm-hmm. Tiffany had an epiphany. Mm. And it makes sense. But yeah, no, I struggled a little bit. A lot of bit. Uh, as we are recording. Oh, gosh. You can see my pile of clothes sitting here. We all have a chair. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, but I like to actually sit in this chair. So, <laughs> yeah. So, no. I, I did, though, I did attempt to write things down. Okay. And that was because O forced me. But, okay, you know. Um, for myself, I did plan out my week. And I did have a better week. You did. Um, but I didn't plan it out on monday i was doing it like wednesday <laughs> so does that really count it counts like you're doing if it i'm halfway through the week already <laughs> it's all right it's all right it might take us a few tries mm-hmm. to get where we want to be right mm-hmm. but we doing it but we're doing it so that's all that matters Ew, why i laugh like that i don't know okay whatever um let's Get into functional depression. Get into it. Yeah. Get into it. Are, do you want to start with that? Like, because I think you were the one who decided on this topic, right? I did. Um, so, let's just start with the anxiety part. Okay. Because um, I think everyone is more aware of what anxiety is. Not so much what functional depression is. Mm-hmm. You know what that looks like? Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously... I'm sure you guys have heard at some point in your life, through your experience, whatever, um, even online, I don't know, about anxiety and what that is. Mm -hmm. Well, what is it? What is it? It is that fear that we might get, that nervousness, that worry. Anxious. Anxious, anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Dread can be just, I don't know, you think in some, the what ifs. Your mind could be out of control. It's kind of like some of the symptoms. But um, for some people, it could be a a panic attack. Right. um, Where by that point, you didn't already had your anxiety leading up to it. And now you're just, it's somatic. Or it, let me not use them words. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's in your body. You're actually seeing, you know, something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people probably experienced anxiety with quarantine absolutely um you know feeling that trapped and what's gonna happen next you Mm -hmm. know with this whole virus so well in in general just you having to be stuck in the house like you know i'm sure people have if you've known like you know i'm sure there's it's glorified on tv like agoraphobia have you heard of that Mm -hmm. yeah so for those of you may not have know what you know agoraphobia is it's that fear of leaving, um, being outside, or just mm-hmm. leaving your own, the comfort of your home. The bubble boy. Yeah. Kind of like the bubble boy. That's more like, 
germs. Yeah, but it's more germs. But just leaving the comfort of your home. And so I feel like, you know, that with germophobia, that has heightened everyone's fear of just catching something. Well, that's why I thought of that because I know right now, post-quarantine, the anxiety that we are now experiencing is, oh, that person's on six feet apart. Oh, oh, there's too many people in here. Uh, I gotta, (laughs) where's my mask? I gotta grab my mask. I gotta, where's the hand sanitizer? Like, it's now, being in a, if you go into a store, if there's too many people, you're kind of freaking out. Well, we're speaking for ourselves. I don't know if if you guys are feeling like that, but Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, I already, I already didn't like large crowds. Mm -hmm. Already didn't like going grocery shopping. You know, first of the month grocery shopping, you know, them stores are packed. Right. right so i tend to go during that time i ch- used to plan out my trips either super early or really late to avoid having to be around a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. you know people tend to be ignorant at the grocery store yes and that not so much the people being rude but just being around a whole bunch of people who are already agitated mm-hmm. used to feed my anxiety because i was afraid that i would get into a conflict with someone mm-hmm. i think so now having those restrictions had been, you know, even worse because now the aisles, if they're packed, oh, it, height, it, height, it, it heightens up. it. Yep, exactly. And I, I get that too. Um, I just, if I see too much of a crowd and if I even see a line, I'm not even going to bother mm-hmm. because I, I'll just think to myself, there's probably nothing in there now. <laughs> if that's, that's how you feel if yes. you really needed that because you needed to go in there and you felt like you needed something just think about it like this there is probably nothing in there they probably took it all that makes you yeah. that makes me feel better like lines too like that that's another thing the lines yeah those yeah. lines are insane and yeah. you're right by the time you get there everything is gone you done waited in this line for how long for nothing to be there and you know they're not re- you don't know when they're gonna restock with the, whatever it was that you know you went in there for right. so right so yeah, the anxiety in itself, fear of leaving your home, mm-hmm. fear of being, you know, around a whole bunch of people contracting something has been huge. Um, on top of, what do you think? Like just being isolated from others. We already have a bad rap this day and age in our social skills because we get, you know, social media kind of, there's all this flack against right. our ability to be able to talk to people and connect with people. Right. And now, more than ever, has it been a huge difficulty. I mean, it's been, you've been able to do it, Mm -hmm. but. Now, now going into the social anxieties mm -hmm. aspect of things, Mm -hmm. of course. Exactly. Yeah. It's funny you said that because um, I just saw a friend and I felt like I was stumbling over my words. Yeah, you forgot how to talk to him. Yeah. Happens all the time. Like, I got too excited. Mm-hmm. And then I was just going, and, and, I, and then I thought about myself, like, I need to chill out. <laughs> yeah. Because I got too hyped. <laughs> you do have to tell yourself that. The other day, I had a drop-off baby shower. Um, One of my really good friends. That's the norm now, drop-off. Drop-off baby shower, which, honestly, I think I might do. And, you know, <laughs> for real, I don't care. <laughs> Introverts love drop Y'all can off, come over, gifts, do some parades. games on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, and I saw this is my really good friend, and I love love her son. Like he 
legit makes me so happy. And I saw him standing outside. It had been months since I saw him. And I legit had my hand on the door. Like, I was getting ready to walk, like, go and run up to him. And I was like, oh, let me chill because... Right, because you don't know how certain people are. Yeah, I mean, she's doing a drive a baby shower. I couldn't even get out and hug her. Right. So, what I look like hugging her son. It hurt me. It did. I know, I bet. I bet it did. Man. I bet it did. But anyway, I digress. (laughs) (laughs) So, we know depression as someone who is maybe super tired, laying around all day, having maybe you know suicidal thoughts um maybe sad sad just completely not motivated all of that and typically when you see depression in the media or just when you people talk about it they're talking about someone who just can't get out of bed Mm -hmm. all of that um not fun stuff i want to talk a little bit about high functioning depression or functional depression as some i know it as okay Um, Which is something that I'm starting to slowly, slowly, slowly Mm -hmm. come to terms with for myself. Slowly. (laughs) Slowly. Um, So that's kind of like what you're hearing right now with your girl. Uh, Someone who can be productive, work, work. you know, do stuff day to day, isn't laying in bed all day, mm-hmm. but still has moments of complete sadness, anxiety, worry. Because even though anxiety is its own separate thing, it can still be a part of the depression um, and just feeling sad and hopeless mm-hmm. and isolated and not knowing what to do. Um, so I really, I, I don't know. I feel like this time has exacerbated that. Where, again, I'm forced to be isolated. There's a lot more stressors on myself now yeah. than there. I mean, there's been stressors. I'm lying. This has exacerbated it, but I've had stressors up until this point. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Why are you looking at me like, girl? I'm listening to you. Oh, okay. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> but... <laughs> Have you had any experience with functional depression? You're asking me? Yes. <laughs> For the viewers or the listeners. Um, well, I'm just going to give a little backstory. I mentioned in the last episode that I'm on medication mm-hmm. and I take the generic brand of Zola, mm-hmm. which is for depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So do I think I have functional depression? Well, I would hope if they diagnosed you with something. Exactly. Well, I mean, you're talking about functional depression, and you're talking about depression. What do you think? That's what I was thinking about. Because, you know... Because a doctor really is going to put depression regardless. So, all right. So, I, don't... I will tell you, I remember, like, it was yesterday when he diagnosed me with it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why I was in the office, but I was in there, and I was sleeping mm-hmm. on the bed. And it was, like, 11 o'clock. Just knocked out. Just knocked out. Mm-hmm. And he asked me some questions. How old were you? Um, I probably was about maybe 19. Okay. 19, 20. Mm-hmm. I know I was like new in college. Mm-hmm. 
So I remember he asked me a few questions. Do I remember those questions? Not really. Things just like, do you feel this? Or how does that make you feel? Like kind of, and I was just like, yeah, no. You're probably really flat. Were you flat? I was flat. Then he was just like flat out like, um, you're depressed. And nobody wants to hear that because those words kind of, they're... It's a bad stigma. It's a bad stigma. Again, you're thinking of that person who is sleeping, that don't, that wants to end their life. Like Right, right. It was so hard for, for me to even tell my mom and my dad and my boyfriend. And my mom was angry. Mm-hmm. You know, she... She's probably going to be mad that I'm saying this, but I want to be real. Yeah. I want to be real because I don't want people who like. Well, for parents, sometimes it's hard. Like Because she felt guilty. It's their fault. Mm -hmm. Right. And And, it's not. And it's not. It's not. It wasn't her fault at all. There was a a lot of things that I was stressed out and going through that Mm -hmm. brought it up, but it wasn't, it wasn't her fault. She wasn't a bad parent. My parents were not bad parents to me. Sometimes we go through things um, and we just don't know how to reach out for help. Right. And the, it's not any, it's not because you weren't open. Mm-hmm. It's not because, cause I'm hard headed. Mm-hmm. I told you about my story this morning. <laughs> right. You know, we just don't know what to do. And then it's, we start to internalize that. And if we're more susceptible to having a mental health diagnosis, then, you know, stressors, all of those triggers, that just, you know, it happens. Yeah. But it's nothing that, you know, anybody's cause of. Right. Right. And that's that's what she had to understand, too. But she was, like, asking my doc- my doctor, saying, like, oh, no, she doesn't have that. And he's, he's saying, like, no, this is what my whole medical career was behind. My dissertation to get my doctorate mm-hmm. was on this. I know it. Mm-hmm. And so... For him to say that was just kind of hard taking that in. Mm -hmm. And then it was even harder starting medication because I was just like, ugh, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to feel like Mm -hmm. I need to take this happy pill right now. (laughs) Yeah. And that's a, there's two things with what you're just saying too is one that you said the stigma with medication. You need medication in order to get better. Yada, yada, yada. Like, that's already... You kind of feel weak in some ways. Like, mm-hmm. you're powerless in two. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, depression medication doesn't cure depression. No. no it, just it just allows kinda, you to be able to function. It gives you, like, this boost. If I if I can... I don't know. I don't... I, well, that's the I way, don't take it, so... That's the way I can describe how it feels. Mm-hmm. Is, like, this little spark maybe a pick-me-up a little pick-me-up that's like okay that gives you just enough motivation to not sit and ruminate and think and be in your thoughts and making and and gives you more ability to be able to cope right and with all these years that I've been on it and I can truly say, I think that's why I'm so comfortable about talking about it. And the whole reason why I wanted to talk about it was because for anybody who deals with this um, or does or, or thinks that they are and hasn't even spoken out, that's the first step you need to do. Mm-hmm. Go to a loved one and talk to them and then try to get help from your doctor or try to call, um, you know, 
a licensed therapist or somebody so they can get you in the right track because um, that was the first step in feeling better mm-hmm. about the whole situation is like, okay, somebody kind of understands mm-hmm. that like this wasn't all in my head. Yeah. And then also too, over the years, you, you've you come to realize, which is why I think that like right now I'm in this stage of my life where I'm good to wean off of it. I think, um, like, like I love my life right now. So you have a life worth living for. I have a life worth living for. You know, I'm so... And that sounds so corny. It but, sounds ridiculously corny. But it's it sometimes is enough to get you motivated and wanting but it's like, and less hopeless. I can sit here and say like things that I'm grateful for, things that like I really appreciate before it's like the sky is falling. You know what I mean? I I look at every outcome now as a positive thing. Mm-hmm. And during quarantine, I was definitely my biggest test of all. Mm-hmm. I don't like being cooped. I love being home. I'm a homebody, but I don't like you telling me I need to be home. Right, because you have problems with authority. Yeah, I'm I playing. Do. I'm playing. I do have problems with authority. <laughs> you don't like to listen to nobody but Cassie. <laughs> what? I don't know why you're acting like you're like I'm the only one who does that. Mm. I don't have no problems. Right. First of all. But I feel you and it's good that you were able to come through this and recognize those things mm-hmm. um, and not feel like burdened by them right now, mm-hmm. which is what is that complete opposite of what I'm feeling. Okay. Um, But I do want to say one thing about what you had mentioned too, you know, you going to a loved one. If you happen to be that loved one that someone does go to, be aware of your reaction. Mm, and I say good. this because it's really important to listen to what the person is saying. You don't got to have the answers. Listen to what the person is saying. Because in that moment, they're coming to you vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And we as humans hate, most of us, hate being open like that with people. Mm-hmm. So if they're coming to you in a in that state of mind, we don't want to assume one that they're either better or worse than what they're giving you. You just want to be open and allowing them to share with you what's happening and offer help if they want it. Yeah. Um and the only reason why I say that is, you know, because I think sometimes we tend to get so wrapped up in like our emotions behind that. Mm-hmm. And trying to fix somebody mm-hmm. that we missed the whole point, and mm-hmm. then guess what? You just react overreacted to what I said to you, so now I know not to come to you yeah, if you, I'm really feeling it. And it took and and the person that's coming to you and saying this how they feel takes so much courage too. Absolutely, and pride. You have to put your pride yeah, away. Your pride. So mm-hmm. if I'm coming to you and I said I'm struggling. It took me a lot to get there. I probably was struggling for a while before I said it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So just be aware of that. Don't try to fix my issues. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be a doctor. Yeah. Don't. Try and that's to something I have to stop doing, too, because sometimes I'll be like, all right, well, what you need to do is have this, this, and this, and forget. But then, you know. But, 
I mean, I'm also a better listener than some people sometimes too. I, I can't really, I, I can't really off. agree with you on that because but, I, for myself, I love, I go to you for my advice. You're right. And I should be charging you a fee. You really should. Along I with say, that Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I say it all the time. You're my therapist. That's true. I mean, it takes time though. It takes self control. Mm-hmm. But you don't really tell people what to do. You kind of. Um, you listen. I offer suggestions. You offer suggestions, but you listen and very well. If you, that's not what you want to do, because I don't believe in helping. It's my personal life and my professional life are two different things. So, if you're paying me for advice, not advice, but if you're paying me for my services, then you're going to get that. Mm-hmm. But if you're friends or family, you're going to get a different response from me. And I also will not keep pressing you on on something that you don't want to go down. Just know that I'll be here for you. Mm-hmm. But I will. I'll offer suggestions. If you listen, you listen. If you don't, you don't. Um, and, you know, we'll we'll move on from it. My friends and I <laughs> like to go about <laughs> <we're> laughing. <laughs> if it's not, we move on. <laughs> we move on. But know that I'm here. Every I think, and I can honestly say that people tend to respect that more. Because I'm not about to force you into something. Yes. Most definitely. Unless I have to. And then I'll be strong arming you down. I'm just like. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So that's our, our functional depression definitions. We struggle. Like I said, I struggled more with this during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I have bouts of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm so sorry. what do you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that watch. It keeps going off. I apologize. My friend think he on, he, biggest loser or something, trying to use, lose three pounds. <laughs> Julio. You were so disrespectful. <laughs> Julio, I know you be listening. <laughs> but go ahead. We have a few chill pills for this week. Um, one of them that is so important that we even put on Instagram, plug, at dailydose.podcast. Yes. Um, is to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is something that you do a lot. <laughs> I do. Yes, I do. I do. Yes, I do. You just you when when you about to go in. Are you serious? I swear. I, I you you be taking yet, them deep breaths in like. Okay. That's what you do. Are you serious? I swear. I never noticed that. I honestly be telling people I don't breathe. Oh, no. But you know what? You're right. You do what you just did. That deep breath. Oh, girl. Tell me more. I did. What else do you want to know? When I'm about to go in for what? Um, A good conversation or some tea. That's that's true. <laughs> tea, I got to make sure I'm blowing on my tea first before I spill it. Yeah, so. you're like. <sighs> you're right. Okay. Because I have Girl. to collect myself. So that's kind of what that breath you, is. Yeah, yes. You're collecting your thoughts 100%. That's mm-hmm. what you do. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I never noticed. But you're right. I will do that. I will take a deep breath a lot. I've taken deep breaths during some very uh, difficult times. You know, just being like, okay, I'm about to go. You're right. I do mm-hmm. do that. Interesting. So breathe, people. Breathing, take a deep breath. Breathing is so good. I do it when I'm feeling, like, um, very anxious. I, I'll stop myself for a second, and I'm just like, okay, Yeah, because you you're collecting this. yourself. And like, you just have to collect yourself, you know what I mean? Kind of, like, 
you know, if you need to go to the bathroom and say if you're at work and you're feeling a little stressed out or, you know, just kind of separate yourself and just, I noticed that for myself, I do more of a sigh <laughs> and I, and I get the what's wrong all the time. <laughs> Me too. What's the matter? What's the matter? And I'll be like, nothing. I'm just breathing. I'm just breathing. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. We're good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> on my fifth mental breakdown, but we're good. I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, you're right. When I'm when I'm about to go off, I'm still I'm still stuck on her telling me this because there's been times I get mad and you're right, it comes out as a sigh, but I'm actually taking a deep breath mm-hmm. to restrain myself mm-hmm. from cussing you out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I get the what's wrong? What happened? I'm like, nah, I need a moment to collect. So, but there are different types of breaths. There are, you can do a a breath to collect yourself, but you can also do deep breathing. There's Mm. so many things out there for deep breathing. And this goes for both anxiety and depression. Definitely for anxiety. Yeah, deep breathing is more like like a meditation kind of situation. Yeah, but it's also very quick where you can, if you're driving. And and I I, want to make sure that we're clear. You need to be aware of your thoughts and your feelings mm-hmm. and your body sensations when you're feeling these things and what anxiety looks like for you. Because you're if you're not aware of those things, it's going to be really hard for you to implement a lot of this stuff. So I think for us, we've kind of gotten used to, well, me, I guess. You know what? You just told me about myself, so maybe I'm not used to it, but... <laughs> <laughs> But for you, um, you're aware of when you're feeling anxious and you're like, all right, you make a deliberate attempt to make yourself breathe. Mm -hmm. So you you have to be aware that you're doing that in order for this to work. Mm -hmm. Um, So the deep breathing. Yes. You can do like count them four seconds in, four seconds out yes. that type of thing be breath there's a million things youtube has them mm-hmm. google them they're mm-hmm. everywhere all right so number two is it's okay to not feel okay which yes. is something that when i heard my doctor tell me that i have depression i thought what's wrong with me oh my god mm-hmm. Why am I like this? You know, having all these issues, like, what's, what's, why, why can't I just feel normal or be normal? And I'm quoting normal right here because that's, I, I come to realize that that is fine. There is nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. That there is nothing wrong with you, with, with any mental health that you have. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong You're with you. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. You're not, um, I don't know. You're just you're 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 just going through a time there, and I'm I'm going to be very candid with you because there's something because you're right. I agree completely with that um, because there's a thought that goes in my mind when I'm having anxiety, and usually it happens at night mm-hmm. um, when I can't sleep because I'm thinking about this or that and trying to plan things and come up with strategies in order for me to be able to go back to sleep. And the thought is, and it actually makes me feel worse. You should be able to get yourself together right now because you do this for a living. Why can't you get yourself together? And that is such a terrible thing to think of yourself. So in that moment, I feel like because I'm a professional, mm-hmm. whatever that means, 
I I should be able to keep myself together. I should be able to utilize the coping skills that I'm so so busy selling to other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and that's not that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Because it is okay to feel anxious at times. It is okay to stress out about things. It's okay. It's a, it's an issue if I'm constantly doing this. You know, then I got to work on figuring that out. But it's okay at times to have a little bit of those things. Life wouldn't be what it is if we didn't have it. Yes. Yep. All right. And number three, take it slow. Now, going back to now we're post-quarantine. Things are opening up. Are we really post-quarantine or are we just still kind of... Or that that's what they're telling us, but I don't... Well, things are opening up and... um and some states it might be different. Yeah, we're we're located. Well, we know in some states it's going to be different. Right, we're located in New Jersey, so our things are opening up for us like s- slowly, but they're opening. And <laughs> you gotta kind of just like like if you're gonna have that fear, that anxiety, like that germaphobe, you know, it's okay. <laughs> you make <laughs> okay. I just have a really funny story. I'm sorry. <laughs> What? Okay, so there is something. I must not be aware of my body as much as I thought like to think. So there's something that I do when I'm out in public. So after O and I have gone to stores or whatever the case may be on, on the weekend, I sit like this with my hands in fists. <laughs> and so one day we were driving back home and O goes, why are you sitting like that? <laughs> With your my hands on my <laughs> knees in fists, like tight fists. <laughs> so sorry. Hold on, let me get it out. And she's like, Why are you sitting like that? And I'm like, Because I don't want to touch anything. <laughs> because my hands been touching stuff. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard me, but I get so freaked out because I've touched so many things that I sit with my fists clenched. What's so funny is, is this girl is still got her fists clenched. <laughs> As I'm telling you, but that's the type of like weird things that I've been doing recently mm-hmm. because I'm so scared to be like touching anything in the car because I don't want my, those germs, even though I don't open the doors and touch my phone, I'm still sitting there like, keep your hands like subconsciously. It's all in your head. But take it slow out yeah, there. Yeah, what I mean, like, just, you know, try to, when I say take it slow, don't get too excited and be like, hey, no mask, I'm about to go see my friend, I'm about to go here, I'm about to go there, I'm about to, like, still remember that there yeah. is a virus still out there, and it's still serious. Be educated and informed, But too. also, with that being said, I know it sounds horrible, like, we're telling you, yo, you need to remember, there's still a virus. But also, don't be anxious. <laughs> that sounds messed up. But you don't have to be anxious about something, but also informed. It's also like, I'm trying to think of a good example where you're aware of something. So, if you go to the store, no, that's not a good one. But I'm going to say it anyway. If you're going to, it's like banish risk. If you're going to the store um, late at night, there's a good chance not a good chance, but there could be a chance. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> oh my god! Get it? You're gonna say somebody's gonna rob? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not a good example, right? We're, well, okay, all right. No, no, no. I got a good example. Okay, go ahead, because <laughs> let you do that one. All right. 
we drive every day, mm-hmm. there is a good chance we might get in a car crash. It's not a good... Uh, there could be a chance. Let's say that. All right. We drive every day. One. There could be a chance that we get in a car crash. Or we live every day and there's a chance... <laughs> there's a chance you, you might get struck by lightning. Correct. <laughs> so we can't live anxious about that, right? No, it's true. And that's why it's kind of important. Like, you kind of like... You need to be aware but not ignorant. Like, Correct. Don't forget. Which is what I said earlier was be informed, be, you know, get credible sources. Don't be on here on face, Facebook <laughs> talking about. <laughs> or IG. Or IG or Twitter, wherever you're getting your news. Make sure you're fact checking things, <laughs> please, before you start sharing things. No, seriously, because that is that is a, a destruction of its own. But mm-hmm. yes. Yep. All right. And then the last one I have is just be safe, which which kind of went into that too. Mm-hmm. You know, with everything, wear your mask till people's. Please stop. Please stop going around saying the ADA. Please, please, but <laughs> just wear the damn mask. Just wear just it. Just wear it. Nobody likes to wear it. I like. Trust me. It's uncomfortable. If it's bothering you that much, then, then you don't need to be in those stores. Or figure figure it out. I'm sure there's somebody in your circle that can grab you something while yes, they're out. Yeah, somebody if can. you hate it that much, also know your facts. Ain't nothing, and I'm saying it like that because there is nothing out there that says these masks are decreasing your oxygen. <laughs> okay, just wear the damn mask. Doctors all of a sudden passing out did not happen. You know, 10 years ago when they was wearing a mask, doing surgeries for hours at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing is not going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. You're in the store for how long? Mm-hmm. 40 minutes maybe? Then you come outside and take it off. Yep. Yep. But I listen, that's a whole other tangent. Yep. But yeah, so that's all we have for this week. Um, something yes, that we-, we can go on and on about oh, all of this. All about it. But we will... Take that in, mm-hmm. digest that all in, please, and remember you're not alone. No. So if you're enjoying our podcast, please subscribe, rate us, mm-hmm. and follow us on Instagram. We're gonna plug again at dailydose.podcast. If you have questions, if you wanted to like reach out to us or anything like that, or you want to like ask a question on um and have it be featured on the podcast yeah if you have DM a, us yeah sure if you have a question or topic that you're interested in you want us to talk about definitely let us know if you have something that is relatable or something in the past podcast that we've discussed yeah d- DM you have us an again. opinion if you're going to talk about some bs don't don't even <laughs> just kidding um again we are not giving y'all advice Mm-hmm. This is purely for your entertainment. Right. Um, and if you get from whatever you get from whatever you get. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, 